Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go. go. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I'm joined by a special guest today, the CEO of Weissman Worldwide, Mr. Corey Weissman. Corey, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Good to Absolutely, see you. Absolutely, man. It, it you know, it looks like you're in Jurassic World right now with this hologram dinosaur going on behind <laughs> you, man. That that's well, incredible. I figured I was in, I'm in my office over here and you know, whenever I put him out, he starts making a lot of noise, so I just let him <laughs> No, but really, we have hologram stages and uh, displays in our offices, so it's really fun to be able to uh, interact with some of our artwork throughout the day. Man, what's that, incredible uh, is just a few days ago, I saw a press release come out through Holly, your publicist, and I want to thank Holly Davidson and ICTPR sure. for setting up this interview. And I saw that you have uh, a uniquely uh, enabled a partnership with Hypervision, the company uh, that Mark Cuban and Richard Branson are a part of. So tell us, like, what's it like working alongside with those guys? Well, uh, you know, working alongside with the people at Hypervision is a real privilege. Working with all my clients. Um, when I started the company, I decided to take on companies, represent them, distribute their products, and, yeah. and just a voice for their companies uh, of only the best of the best. I mean, I've been in the technology business for over 20 years. I've uh, really had a chance to vet a lot of these companies by traveling the world and seeing them in action and their use cases. And uh, it's been getting, I think that Hypervision was one of the last crown jewels of all of the um, of all the leading tech companies that do holographic imaging in the company. Because everyone that I have is it has a holographic solution, all my, all my partners, but what they do have is something that's proprietary and unique from each other. So while in some instances they may compete for jobs, they may be um, you know, in a certain lane for certain types of use cases, uh, we, are, we have the privilege and honor of working with all of them and being able to combine their technologies for a higher use case potential with different uh, types of clients you know, that they're not currently working with. So by combining different technologies, we have a, a great uh, position in the industry, I think. And that was our goal. That is incredible. And, you know, speaking of various technologies, you know, what's what's really interesting, Corey, we're in a unique age right now, right? We're we're going into, well, I would say 2024 because 2023, we're just about half the halfway <laughs> marker of this year. Flying by, isn't it? <laughs> it, it? Man, it time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> Figuratively Absolutely. speaking. And, you know, what's what's wild is I'm seeing a lot of articles and, you know, I was recently at NAM in Anaheim just a few weeks ago. And, you know, my topic of choice was AI. How is it affecting the music industry? And I don't think it's just affecting the music industry, right? I think it's affecting uh, entertainment, technology, industrial, uh, healthcare, you name it, right? I think that technology is evolving at such a rapid speed, pace, fast pace, that it's really difficult to to put your finger on the pulse of what's coming and what's going and what are your thoughts you know not just necessarily speaking about ai but what are your thoughts on web 3.0 do you think that these brands like meta have have found the solution or is it premature with the oculus headsets and, and things of that nature 
Well, I think the it's evolving quickly. I don't think it's reached its uh its you know pinnacle yet. I think that they, there's a long way to go. But I, what I do think is that AI and everything that you're talking about right now, where computers are thinking for themselves and they're actually finding solutions, they're thinking more rapidly than a human brain can, and to finding different solutions by unlocking uh, mathematical computations and so forth. I think that it's an exciting time. It's also a dangerous time. It has to be managed responsibly because, I mean, you know, we've all seen the Terminator movies. We've all seen things where they applied AI from the last 20, 30 years or so in sci-fi movies. But now that it's actually becoming a real, um, a real daily life, uh, enabler for us, um, if we use it for healthcare, like you said, to unlock the cure for cancer, et cetera, or be able to reach other galaxies out and, and look for extraterrestrial life and more, more intelligent life and so forth and just expand our horizons, that's, that's the best case scenario that human form could ever achieve, I think. Uh, but if we let it run amok and we actually use it for sinister, you know, warmongering or, or uh, other types of... Um, you know, spying, whatever case that would be a negative use case for for AI to get around certain barriers or, or things that we try to protect our privacy, for example, I think then you're going to have problems. So it just depends on who we elect as our leaders, who we have running these big tech companies that, you know, show responsibility towards the towards the development of these technologies. But I think all in all, they're better than they are worse. They're, they're, they're better for humanity than they are worse if managed properly, you know. And I think, in my, let me just add one thing. In my sure. industry, we do holograms and we do AR, VR, mixed reality. We work in a lot of different types of solutions. Uh, but AI has added a whole other dimension to our business as well, because we can, for example, many of the people listening to this uh, interview may have seen uh, an article or two or experienced uh, an actor who's you know already passed away that we were able to bring back or some, one of our one of our um, associates in the industry were able to do a digital resurrection and have them speaking and answering questions through AI there was Holocaust Memorial Museums where they were doing that and they told their story and they were able to record a lot of words from those people and then through AI uh, respond to the people who are coming in to see them in the museums or the kiosks and, and theater situations. So AI is, 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 is enabling a lot of that. And, and a lot of our future marketing, advertising and other use cases so forth um, are asking for the AI application to be embedded so that we can actually have more interactivity and more immersiveness into the experience. But so, so I think it's touching on every industry, uh, you know, including ours in a big way. Sorry That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Because if, if anybody has their finger on the pulse of where this stuff is going, I think it's you guys at Weissman Worldwide. And, you. you know, I, I was reading some things, you know, doing my homework. Okay, who is Corey? Where, where does he come from? What's his backstory? And what's <laughs> interesting is you have a background in the entertainment world, and you were a consultant alongside Pixar back in the day. Tell us about your uh, involvement working alongside Pixar. Oh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was one of the best times of my life when uh, that period sort of emerged. I was a talent agent at ICM, which was one of the biggest talent agencies. Just recently got bought by CAA, so there is no more ICM, but it was one of the big three at the time and, and always a powerhouse. And I was fortunate enough to land a job there when I moved to L.A. and became an agent. And uh, it was right at the time when animation was starting to use celebrity voices 
and different types of technologies were coming out. Internet was being born and so forth. So there was a lot of crossover between live action picture movie stars and uh, animated features, 3D animation, such as Pixar, Pacific Data Imaging, which is what did all the- um, Shrek and Mike Myers. That's right. That's right. Shrek was PDI. So was yeah. Ants. And so forth. most of the DreamWorks movies at the beginning were all through PDI. But that technology, as I was starting to uh, work with talent in Silicon Valley to combine those resources, I was able to, I had the good fortune of meeting Bill Gates when I was- uh, Wow. And, and that was a life-changing experience. Um, I worked with Patrick Stewart, was one of my clients, uh, and what a great actor and a great gentleman. Mr. And, Star uh, Trek and, himself. That's amazing. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and Bill Gates was a big fan, so he brought him up there to witness this Windows 2000 launch. And as his agent, I felt compelled to attend it with him. And, uh, and I had the opportunity to spend some quality time with Mr. Gates, and he, uh, he inspired me to sort of lean a little bit more towards into tech and, and not so much Hollywood, but still be a conduit between the two uh, worlds. And that, that was the niche that I found a lot of um, a lot of play in and a lot of people interested in working with us because we did have connections on both sides of the fence when it came to that interactivity. And the internet really bore that to be a real business in a very quick form. So so it just, uh, we, we, we gambled by leaving ICM and starting Weissman Worldwide and it was it paid off, paid off to take that risk you know what a story to, to become you know go from one of the top you know leading talent agencies in hollywood you know you got <laughs> william morris now william morris endeavor merged you got yeah right. at one time cta uta icm now icm is with caa now caa is doing you know film distribution and all of these things it's like it, it's it's incredible how things evolve over time and to see yeah, how it's you, incestuous it's very incestuous especially yeah. Hollywood world, you know, there's a lot of deal making, there's a lot of mergers and acquisitions. But at the end of the day, the talent really rules. The reason I got into this business was because I, I love talent so much. I love the music industry. I love the film industry. And I just love uh, being a part of it, even though I'm not an actor or a musician, so to speak, to be behind the scenes and being a contributor to some of the final product, whether it's in the production end or whether it's in the technology end or managing a director or an actor, just being part of it and helping facilitate those those wonderful outcomes for these projects uh, uh, makes me feel like I'm doing what I've been born to do. I feel I love it. You know, I'm having a great time. Speaking of immersive experience technology, I know you're on the cusp and you're fully aware of what is going on in Las Vegas, Nevada with the MSG sphere, right? The Madison Square Garden Entertainment Absolutely. Sphere. What are your Absolutely. thoughts on the sphere? Are, are, you, are you seeing in the future of them integrating hologram technology and things of that nature? Yes. I mean, from what I know about it, I haven't actually been physically inside the sphere, but we're working with Stanford University and different uh, people in the immersive world uh, from the education side and from the tech world that are deeply involved with that project. And from what I do know about it is that it is going to really set the bar a lot higher from anything we've ever seen before. Yes. Uh, I mean, they've got people from government agencies, from private sector and from the university systems and just a whole world of, of experts in this field contributing to this project. So I've been watching it being built for a couple of years now, and uh, I'm very excited for it to open. And I'm, I'm supposed to get a sneak peek. So when I do, I'll get back with you and let you know what to expect a little bit. But uh, 
But yeah, I'm waiting for an invite for a preview of that facility. I, I know that the rumor has it, and I and I have intel, but I can't disclose. There's a <laughs> legendary historic rock band who is going to be at the grand opening of True. the MSG Fair. True, I think that's been published already. So, oh, okay, okay. So I'm not, I'm not. I, yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think you two is opening. You two is supposed to open the. There event. you go. So, See, I didn't you know? say it, guys. So everybody at MSG, don't be yeah, mad at Brandon no J. Okay, <laughs> you can blame me. I'm not. I have no problem with that. <laughs> awesome, awesome, Corey. What do you? Uh, so, so we know that you've you've created this this unique synergy, and this is why this partnership is important. Uh, Hypervision, what are the next steps for Weissman Worldwide? What can we expect from you guys? Well, we've just recently, since we signed Hypervision, we've also brought on another strategic partner called Immersicom, and they are uh, widely known for their content creation in Unity and Unreal Engine. So that is the foundations for most gaming applications, as well as animation, the new form of animation, instead of doing it through CGI or other digital formats. Uh, those two are predominant in the industry. I mean, 95% of all animation is now done through those gaming engines. And so, so we brought them on as a, as a strategic partner in content creation, and we're working with them towards some contracts right now in military and aerospace and defense, which we're deeply engrossed in. We go to, you know, we're, we're involved with a lot of the number one Excuse me, not, they're not a lot of the number one. There's only one number one, but a lot of the top aerospace industry um, providers for the Defense Department in creating maintenance uh, applications, maintenance content, as well as um, training programs and so forth. So I think that's where a lot of our direction for our company is headed or most of our human resources focused on. We're still doing a lot in the entertainment world and retail. I mean, we're, we're crossing many sectors. One of our great... Um, things that I was able to bring to America that was never here before was the hologram table, which is a um, multi-user table that projects images up in, in solid format and has uh, some really, really amazing technologies that allow you to download unlimited amounts of data, uh, wow. LiDAR scans, set 3D, anything in 3D, and you can see them in full 360. And, and they're using those in military applications, universities, a lot of the other sectors we work in, but it's almost like being in the Iron Man movie or something else. So it's really out, out of this world. If you get a chance to come out and see it in LA, we'd like to have you come out. It'd be great, but it yeah, is absolutely. We'll have to do a tour for sure. And you know, it, it, it's amazing because I I'm, I'm just fascinated by all of this. And I, I was, you know, watching all of these, these various companies, even people like LeBron James, and they were filing trademarks in the metaverse. And I'm like, okay, something is shifting towards the Web3. And I'm I'm curious to see how quick this thing evolves and what it evolves into because I, it's creating a unique convenience, a unique urgency to, to purchase products. And you don't even have to leave the, the convenience and comfort of your of your very own home. You can you can place this headset on and go into this other world. And speaking of somebody like yourself who's involved in this. A capacity of you know entertainment and technology it's just it's just very it, it's just awesome to see man well thank you there's so many applications you couldn't even imagine i mean we, we're beaming people live from one con continent to another for to be um to be present at a wedding for example and we're right. beaming people one of our companies art media who are very proud to be in business with out of toronto canada 
they just they, they work with NATO very closely and they beamed President Zelensky from the war in Ukraine to all the NATO countries to be able to speak at their congresses as well as at tech conferences. And we're working with they have a contract with WeWork. So be in 100 locations. Amazing. They're already in 30 locations as of now, but in, in the conference rooms. So what you can do is you can go rent the conference room that has their equipment embedded and you can actually beam yourself to other countries, other cities in America and have a meeting. If you're the CEO of a large company, for example, Coca-Cola, Amazon, whoever, and you don't want to travel the world and leave the carbon footprint, you're able to actually just walk into your home studio, like you said, not even have to leave the house, or you can go to an office or to a WeWork and you can beam yourself and as a 3D hologram, you can be there as a hologram live in real time. All our equipment has cameras and has great sound systems and it's two way so that it looks like you're in both cities at the same time. You, you and, know what um, I just thought about, Corey, as you were speaking, I was like, okay, if you can resurrect somebody from the dead, think about the the amazingly successful Fast and the Furious franchise, right? What if they resurrect Paul Walker, the hologram version, in the film? That that would be <laughs> incredible, man. It can be done. I think it's even been discussed, actually, but okay. not, not particularly, but I've heard conversation about it. So Very I don't cool. know if they would want to do it for... There's a lot of things that come into play with digital resurrections. I mean, I've worked right. on... Met like 19 of different estates. I worked on Whitney Houston. We did on The Voice back in 2016. We yeah. worked on uh, um, Jackie Wilson. We worked on Ray Charles. Just many, many estates that we worked with at developing the hologram for these different uh, use cases, whether it's broadcast, whether it's for a tour or a residency in Vegas. And uh, each one has their own special, unique, uh, each estate, I should say, has their own special um, input. Some of them feel that it's immoral to bring back a uh, someone that they cared for, the dead. And, you know, it's eerie. It's, it's spooky. Some people yeah. think it's yeah. Some people I could see. exploited. You right. know, it depends on how well it's done, if it's tasteful. Some people don't really understand the art of that. You know, there's a very big nuance. So, so a lot of times you'll get some uh, – one company could do it one way that it's very tasteful, and the, another person could take the same IP or – you know, um, a state and work it in a very different creative way. And then it would be a turnoff. So it's, you got to handle these things very carefully. And when you're, when you're working with people, especially a digital resurrection, where you're dealing with people's feelings, moral issues, licensing issues and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, what I find we've, art media, for example, also worked with a lot, a lot of live events around the world. They've right. Done, uh, Tony Robbins, for example, will stay in his home in Florida and beam himself to Australia to give a motivational speech and so forth. So it saves him. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, there's there's many instances like that I could give you from many companies. Uh, Musion Das Hologram did Narendra Modi, which was the uh, is the prime minister of India. But when he was, was a 17 percent chance of actually winning the election, they used his holographic technology, which is Pepper's Ghost, and they're one of the originators and, and uh, patent holders of the Pepper's Ghost technology, which did Tupac at Coachella. But they um, they did Narendra Modi, and uh, his his approval rating went from seventeen percent to sixty seven percent, and he won the election. So Amazing. basically, you know, this hologram technology across the board with all the companies I work with have have changed the world in some some fashion or another, and I think it's just going to keep growing and getting more important. And, uh, and new technologies are coming out to refract light and do different forms of holographic technology. And we'll be at the, we'll be right there at their door when they're ready to enter the marketplace. You know, that's where our goal I is. have one word for you, Corey, game changer. 
Well, actually, two words, but I said one word. That's, it could be a hyphenated one word. if you. There want. you go. Corey, where can we follow you on social media? Well, you can follow me on Facebook. I have a Weissman Worldwide Facebook page as well as a personal one. We have the same thing with Instagram and LinkedIn. And uh, that's about it. I don't do Twitter too much. We started a Twitter page, but it just got to be too cumbersome. And for our team and for our purposes and our audience, we're mostly on those other platforms. Corey, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Uh, thank you for providing and sharing your perspective on this hologram technology, on what's getting ready to happen with Web 3.0 and what we thank can you. expect, these new exciting changes and, and movement in the entertainment industry and changing the environment of entertainment as a whole, not just entertainment, but every industry as a whole. And it's good to be educated and up to date on these things. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, anytime you want to visit again, you're more than welcome in person or by, via Zoom like this. But we're happy to uh, happy to contribute and, and lend our knowledge on anything you might want to know in the future. But we're happy to happy to share this with you. Thank you, Corey. I'm getting ready for the Brandon J hologram coming to a city near you. <laughs> Dude, all you have to do is come to Beverly Hills and I'll make you a hologram. That's a promise. Let's go. Corey Weissman, <laughs> the CEO of Weissman Worldwide. I'm Brandon. We'll see you next time here on On Air with Brandon J. Goodbye for now. Thank you, Brandon. I'm Adele. I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's J Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. Hi, this is Brandon, and you are tuning in to On Air with Brandon J right here on iHeartRadio. Hey! What's up? It's recording artist Ashley Paul here, and we're in the mix with Brandon J, debuting my new single, Love Light Me Up. I keep dreaming this feeling, and I know it's the real thing. Like I've known you for lifetimes, just have to wait for the right time. sensation,
Hey, what's up? This is Stevie B. And you listen to my brand new sequel, Take It All Back, with my friend, Brandon J. You guys check it out. Oh, man. 
Is this the sound of us trampled underfoot? A definitive change. Voices are calling out, brave and afraid about the universe won't stay the same. Strong. 
If you have not followed me on social media, make sure you follow me on all social media at I am Brandon J. And if we are not connected on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Brandon J. Each episode, we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it. News from Hollywood execs, artists, talent entertainment news you name it all things hollywood right here on on air with brandon J. thank you for tuning in to on air with brandon J. follow on instagram at i am brandon J.